Welcome once again to another Two Barry's Tennis Takeaway podcast. Barry Cowan and myself, Barry Milnes, at Wimbledon this week because we are going to be talking to Britain's Fed Cup captain, Anne Kiothavong. We have come down to the, uh, well, what is it, the Long Bar area. Now, normally in the championships, if you've been here, you'll know this is a place that's heaving with members of the public, getting some refreshments between the matches and uh, fully enjoying themselves. Right now, it's been converted into some small indoor courts for kids to play in and um, joining us not only is Anne but also her one and a half year old son William so William may feature in this podcast Anne we're not too <laughs> sure but at the moment he's very quiet he seems happy over there on his little chair yep he's just given us a smile but um, let's hope that continues anyway thank you very much for joining us um, it's obviously a huge weekend coming up over Easter for Great Britain and the team another world group two playoff this time gonna win it I hope so. Gosh, I really do hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah, we obviously go into every tie um, with uh, positive, lots of positive thoughts um, with the players as best prepared as possible. But Kazakhstan won't be easy. We know that. Yeah, there's nothing straightforward about this tie. But what will be, will be. A great experience, though, in Bath, staging the event that you did a few weeks ago, what, only 10 weeks ago from the Easter weekend that you now have in front of you quietly delighted surprised in a way how well the guys performed yeah to be honest by the end of the week it was more relief (laughs) more than anything there was obviously joy because uh, we got through we won all the matches the girls pulled through they were tired but um, you know they really pulled through together and made it work and um, there was so much support for the team which I think took everyone by surprise we we expected that. That's what we hoped for. Um, but until the players got to experience it, until the team got to experience it, we, you know, we didn't know any better. But uh, yeah, everyone left Bath um, on on a high. Um, really pleased with how it all went. I think the feedback from the fans who were there, who got to experience it, was really positive as well. So that was um, great. And the facilities at Bath, it was, yeah, it just, so many things came came together and um, it was uh, a great venue for an event like that. A great atmosphere, a great occasion and great performances. I mean, it is obviously a team event, but it still takes the individuals to go out there and do it. So Katie Bolter leading off for you in the way she did match after match and winning those matches, tremendous. Oh, it was brilliant. Um, you know, for her to perform um, and play in her first singles uh, rubbers that week, uh, representing Great Britain in Fed Cup, um, and always being the first one out there, you know, there's there's pressure on her shoulders, there's pressure, there's pressure on Joe's shoulders. Um, but the way she dealt with it, the way she embraced the crowd, um, the way she was able to find a way and pull back when things weren't going her way, she showed great character that week, and I think she surprised a lot of people maybe herself included and she certainly surprised me um, and I think you know I've always said it, I think she's stronger than what she realizes um, she is there's there's a lot there um, and um, you know she she has um, she has weapons and she's got to develop those weapons she's got to get more comfortable playing at um, a higher level but the potential's there and she proved it that week. She's made a big improvement Anne um, Katie in the last year what's that down to? I think that's um, partly I guess being exposed um, at a higher level as well, um, the confidence of winning more matches, more matches under a belt. I guess having a year where she was able to compete um, and be healthy for the most part. Um, I think Jeremy's helped her a lot um, there, and you know he, he's very much involved in, in how she manages everything. Um, and you know there's still lots of room for improvement, but overall I think she's also fitter 
which which helps and through experience you know uh, for any player the more you're out there the more you're exposed to um I guess a higher level of tennis the more the more comfortable you feel um in those environments and um you know if you do things in the right way you give yourself the best chance for joe it's been a a pretty difficult um, last year or so obviously the high the absolute high of getting to the semis here at Wimbledon a couple of years back but then struggling to follow that up she looks like she's turned a bit of a corner but still to come out and produce the tennis she did to follow up what um, what Katie had done was was uh, was an awesome effort yeah she she had to dig deep um you know none of those matches were were easy for either player but for joe the expectations were high she's our number one player playing at home for the first time being ranked higher than um her opponents um you know everyone expected a lot of her and she dealt with the pressure well um you know a lot of the times i don't know how she does it but she knows herself better than anyone and uh you know, as long as a player is able to fight and find a way. And for me as captain sitting there, you know, you, you give what you've got on the day. That's all I can ever ask for. But ultimately, I can help prepare the players. But once they're out there on the court, they're, they're going to do what they do. Will you change how you um, plan for the tie? And given the fact in Bath, it was best of three in one day, where the Fed Cup will be best of five. Well, on the first day, we've got two singles matches. Um, and then on the Sunday, reverse singles uh, with the fifth rubber being the doubles. For me, I'd like the players to prepare. We don't have a strong, clear doubles team. That's probably where where our weakness lies in the team. But we have players who are capable of playing um, very good doubles. Um, they just don't play with each other week, week to week. Um, so for me, that's important that we try and get as much doubles practice in as possible. But for the singles players, for for those players who I hope will be in action in singles, they, I try not, I think it's important to try and stick to what they're used to as well and not change their routines too much, whether it's the week before or whether it's the actual Fed Cup week when we come together at the start of that week. Um, you know, they're, they, they know what works for them. I'm not their individual coach. I'm not necessarily part of their, um, you know, their, their setup. Um, and so... I think it's important for me, you know, when it comes to Fed Cup weeks, to create a really good team environment to make sure everyone has a lot of fun and they, they get what they need on court and off court. But in terms of training, I very much try and adapt, I guess, what I do and how we do things with, I guess, what they what they need and what, what they think works for them and what they know works for them. So, yeah, that's that's how it goes. How hard is it being Fed Cup captain, given the fact that it's actually two weeks a year? But you've got to make sure that you're constantly updated with how how all your players are progressing. So are you in constant dialogue with the coaches as well? I am. Um, yeah, it's first it is. It's difficult. I mean, me as Fed Cup captain, it's not a full time role uh, what I do. But in terms of maintaining communication with the players and with their coaches, their teams, that's an ongoing thing. That's constant um, year round. I try and see them compete where I can. I think it helps that I follow the women's game, whether that's through commentary and watching a lot of women's tennis. So I know all the players out there and there are a lot of players I used to compete against who are still out there as well. Um, so I'm very, you know, I like to think I'm very up to speed with where women's tennis is at and who the players are. But uh, yeah, in terms of, I guess, yeah, you're right. It's effectively two weeks of the year for us. 
it's about maintaining relationships. That's how I see my role, maintaining relationships, trying to help the players prepare in the best way possible um, for Fed Cup weeks, um, providing extra support um, depending on the time of the year um, if they need it, and just being there really um, for them to you know call me if they need to, WhatsApp me if they need to, and just pick my brains on anything if they need to. I think for the players, I think that's what I kind of give them, just uh, yeah, another set of eyes and ears should they need it. You uh, had the team bonding exercise. I know you uh, practised F1 pit stops, didn't you, with the team, just to sort of get the guys used to working with each other, all of that. Uh, Have you got any more of those up your sleeve or things that you've already done with them since the last tie? Well, who knew changing tyres could be so much fun, I tell you. I mean, when someone first suggested that to me as a good team-building exercise, I thought, really? Changing tyres? But actually, it was something that everyone got into, and, you know, everyone's competitive. But you have to work together as a team to make it work. You have to be able to communicate well, which is, you know, all the things I want the players to be able to do um, amongst each other and with me. And it was great fun. But uh, yeah, I'm open to suggestions. Um, you know, I'd like to, to make it an annual thing where we can get the team together during the off-season, pick each other's brains, you know, decide, communicate, discuss uh, what we need to do as a team um, if we want to go on to bigger and better things. Um, and also, you know, it's um, <laughs> the players don't come together too often. Um, <laughs> I've got a suggestion. Yeah. Bring William next time. Yeah, I, I'd love to, but yeah, they, yeah, no, the girls all adore him. Um, but uh, yeah, he's quite high maintenance. <laughs> That's obviously great fun, and it clearly worked and helped. But there is a serious side. This probably a tough side as captain to managing all the different characters. Yeah. I mean, the purpose of what we did last year was be- I wanted everyone to be able to. Um, <laughs> Uh, speak openly you know whether it was a you know something positive or negative but but for me I think after after our loss um, against Japan last year that that was a really tough loss to take but for me personally in this role as Fed Cup captain I also wanted to know that the players really wanted this as much as I did too um, and that it was important to them because quite frankly if I'm going to spend time away from my family it has to be worth it um, and I have to know everyone else is invested in it so it's an, an opportunity for for us um, we had someone facilitating uh, these group discuss- discussions um, to really discuss what does Fed Cup mean to you why why do you want to play Fed Cup what is it that motivates you to play Fed Cup are you patriotic are, you know do you want to inspire other pe- young kids to take up the game um, what are we all about as a team? Are we going to discuss things openly and not be offended by each other? You know, we're, we're not here. We're here to, to build something together, um, to go on a journey together. And let's just make it clear that we're all on the same page. So that was the purpose of the team building exercise. And I guess a lot of the things that were discussed in that room will stay in that room. But I think it was important for me as captain to know that we were all on the same page. And if we weren't, then what did we have to do to get there? And um, yeah, I think it was you know the feedback from the players was that it was good Um, they got to spend time together in a relaxed environment where they weren't hitting tennis balls at all and um, you know we we came up with our values we we've um, hopefully we'll be able to stick to those and that's something uh, when it comes around to Fed Cup and prior to Fed Cup I like to remind the players about and say you know I want to be in a position to say look this is what we discussed this is what we agreed to so let's stick to it um, and um, you know we can all pull each other up on those things. Well you mentioned the journey and uh, you've certainly been on 
plenty of journeys for Great Britain as a player in the past, uh, always having to travel away. I mean, time and again, desperately hoping you're going to get a home tie. That never quite happened. But to then have the experience in Bath for you and your team, do you think that, that actually is going to help you now because they've been through that experience going into the copper box for this tie against Kazakhstan? Yeah, I sure hope so. Uh, now that they've had a taste of it, um, they know what to expect. Um, they really thrived um, and I guess we're able to, uh, I think the fans were able to lift the players when they, they were feeling really tired. Um, yes, William. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, when there were tough moments, uh, the, the home support certainly lifted the players out there on the court and they appreciated it and they loved it and they, they certainly want more of it. Um, but equally, playing at home comes with a lot of pressure and expectations. But um, I hope all our players, you know, um, yeah, they're, they're experienced enough. They know what to expect and everyone's wanted um, to play in front of a home crowd uh, for so long that now they have the opportunity to, they're going to embrace it and, um, yeah, really, really go after it. It'll be a very proud team, but also be a very proud captain, Anne, because you grew up not far away yeah. from the Copper Box. Yeah, um, I literally grew up 10 minutes away from the copper box and I've seen that area transform over the years. It's not how I remember it, I can tell you that. Um, but for me, um, the fact that the, ho the tie is there at the copper box back in Hackney, um, you know, it, it seems so far from how I grew up playing tennis on the park courts in Hackney. Um, and to think, you know, we'll, we'll have a British team playing on... Uh, uh, yeah, on Hackney turf. I mean, geez, <laughs> um, an international match in Hackney. Who would have thought? Um, so yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really proud um, of that, and uh, I hope a lot of a lot of people I know in the area will be coming out to support the team. I'm sure they will. You obviously have forged a career since your playing days uh, in the media, so you know how this all works now. But of course, when you're captain, you have to stand up in front of the media. You have to deal with some difficult situations. And uh, a certain Mr. Nastasi certainly <laughs> caused you and the British team uh, quite a lot of strife a couple of years ago. Um, dealing with that, I mean, I guess you're pretty thick-skinned now. Yeah, I'd like to think I'm really uh, thick-skinned. Um, you know, what, what happened in Romania um, was totally out of line. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think everyone was able to see that and um you know it, it's in the, it's a distant memory now it's it's what's uh, it's a past um but uh, you know you certainly don't expect those things to happen on the tennis court but i guess that as captain you know i'm i'm open to be criticized and for people to question some of my selections um you know that comes with part of the job and i know last year in japan you know people may have questioned my decision to put joe and heather in for for the doubles despite us having a doubles player and Anna Smith there on the team. But, you know, I, I have my reasons why I do what I do and I, I believe I can justify them and I definitely take feedback on from the players as well. Um, I think it's important um, for me as captain to really take on board what the players want and what they're comfortable with and work with them because they don't know themselves better than I do. And, uh, yeah, it's constant communication to try and find... Um, something that works for the team and of course part of the setup you now have is uh, a guy we've already had on the podcast uh, Colin Fleming who is now the uh, British Fed Cup coach yeah. how did that work how is it working he's been brilliant uh, yeah he yeah he came onto the team everyone um, absolutely loves Flembo um, you know he's got a lot of uh, 
good energy. He just gets stuck in. Um, you don't really have to question anything because, you know, he, he, he'll get on with it. Um, he takes on information. He communicates well with me. And, um, yeah, he's been a great addition to the team. I, I have nothing but good to say about Colin. <laughs> got plenty of experience as a player and now as captain. Yeah. What's easier? Oh, playing. <laughs> playing, yeah. Um, you know, as captain, it's been, you know, it's been a good eye-opener for me. And I think um, with each year, I've become more confident. Um, and I think I've, I've grown into the job, into the role. And um, I guess that's the only way you learn from, yeah, being there, being part of it, uh, making mistakes along the way. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Three years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to say what I'm saying, but through experience, I definitely feel a lot more confident um, in this role. But playing, yeah. Playing, I don't know what playing... You're in control as opposed to captain, you're not? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, that's exactly that. As captain, it's, you know, I'm sat there on the court, but um, ultimately the players will do what they do. um, And I can, you know, remind them of certain things, um, but my job is to help prepare them the best way possible to, to make sure they, they're in the right frame of mind and, and um, they're, they're fit and healthy once they head out onto that match court. But, yeah, once they're out there competing, <laughs> my hands are tied and I can't play the match for them. I wouldn't want to now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, certainly, uh, yeah. And you're, as a captain, you're also managing lots of different personalities. It's not just the players, you know, it's, it's support staff making sure everyone is clear about their role. It's, I guess, outside influencers. Um, it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot more to it than I, I, I ever realised. <laughs> Did you take anything from your time playing under Captain Judy Murray, you know, into your captaincy? Or have you looked to do it your own way or sought her advice at times? Um, well, I, as a player, I played under four different captains, uh, Nick Brown, Nigel Sears, Colin Beecher and Judy. Um, and they were all very, very different. Um, yeah, I've spoken to Judy about it. I've spoken to Colin Beecher about it. I've spoken to Nigel Sears about it. I haven't really discussed it with Nick. But um, I'd like to think um, I do things... Uh, my way and I've <laughs> you want to chat into the microphone don't you William <laughs> yeah William just just hold the microphone for a minute for me okay are you going to ask you want her? to lick it don't you, you oh, think it's not you nice cream. <laughs> okay as you say Judy just uh, one of the captains that you worked under but of course uh, she has so much energy as well that she keeps throwing into this sport and doing so many things to encourage people to play it whatever age um Legacy is something that's been talked about a lot. With Andy possibly having to, you know, face retirement soon, we don't know yet how uh, he is going to come back from the hip surgery. Hopefully, it will be good, and we will see him play again. But with all that he and Jamie have done, and the other guys just below them in, in what they are doing for the sport, do you think enough is being done to develop tennis right now in this country, or would you like to see some some changes made? What the Murray family have achieved has been quite incredible, um, and what Judy um, is doing. Uh, campaigning at you know more grassroots uh, at level uh, more female coaches getting more girls involved in sport I think is brilliant um, it certainly uh, takes a Pied Piper like her someone with uh, the energy that she has to, to really um, keep uh, putting the message out there and uh, you know I fully support her with all of that um, in terms of legacy 
to be honest, I don't know enough of the ins and outs of everything um, on what's being done and um, how the LTA are, are dealing with it. Um, but certainly, yeah, there should be some something to, I guess, to guess show show everyone what what they've achieved. Um, I think it's an ongoing work in progress. Um, I think it's going to take a number of people working together to make it work. What I don't like is the, the constant um, criticism or, you know, blaming this and that. You know, people, for anything to happen, everyone, you've got to get people in a room. Um, you've got to get them talking. Um, everyone's got to be clear exactly what, kind, what the legacy is. What is it um, that uh, we can all do together to, to make it work? Um, but... You know, personally, I don't understand enough of the ins and outs of everything, but there certainly should be something. And, of course, the other area, Fed Cup-wise, with all the changes going on in the Davis Cup, plans for the Fed Cup to change. What do you feel about that? I've always said I, I want to see Fed Cup come into line with Davis Cup. I want the format to be the same so people are able to follow it um, properly. N- now that I've said that, I, I'm waiting to see uh, how Davis Cup works this year. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, if that's the way it's going to be for the next however many years, then, you know, maybe it's right Fed Cup follows um, the same path. But equally, we've only just um, experienced a home tie for the first time in February. And that support is something you're not going to be able to recreate in a, in a neutral venue, a neutral city. Um, so, you know, I think it's a, it's a difficult one. Um, but I will be following Davis Cup closely this year. And it certainly would be a, a good time to get into the world group again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got a team um, that are capable of um, playing great tennis. Um, we just need all the stars to come together and um, you know everyone to be fit and healthy. Um, and I'm positive and hopeful that uh, this time we will be on the winning side. I hope you will be. And I'm sure there's a lot of support out there. There clearly is a lot of support out there for you and the team. Best of luck, Anne. And thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. Well, that's it, Bazar, I think, for this one. Um, I think uh, William demands his mother's attention, so we better let Anne uh, go and uh, deal with him. And uh, actually, he's now flat out after all that. He's been so much energy around it. Oh, here he comes. 20 years' time, he'll be playing Davis Cup. That's what we want to see. Another Kiyotavong in tennis. Or perhaps he'll be umpiring like his uncle. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening to uh, this one. We'll be back with uh, another tennis takeaway next week. (laughs) 